0: The EPL show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Right now to honor football, MyBookie is offering up to $1,000 in free bets using the promo code SGP. That's right, $1,000 in bonus bets on your first deposit when you use the promo code SGP. Play, win, get paid at MyBookie.ag. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Hey guys, this is your EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow me at LockBetting and check out our website, LockBetting.com. As you can see here from the tone of my voice, fed up today, 100% not up for doing this show as I've already recorded the show twice and have lost it twice. And uh, I'm now on the third go-round, where I'm just going to keep it as concise as possible. Um, originally did a longer show, around about 40 minutes, and ended up losing it by backing up my iCloud, which wasn't backed up to the date where the show was, and it was three days before, and ended up losing the show. Also lost the Europa League show that I had to redo on um, for, the, for my clients a lock betting. So I lost two shows had to redo this um, EPL show which for some reason on the the new phone ended up being a corrupt file and uh, I didn't know this until um, quite late on in the day today because um, I was stuck um, in in an arena where the Wi-Fi wasn't sending and I assumed it wasn't good enough to send it but no it was actually a corrupt file that wouldn't go through. Um, Then when I wanted to go and redo the podcast at my hotel I already realized that they had double booked me in the hotel and were transferring me to another hotel. But I'd already agreed to meet people at that hotel. Therefore, I had to socialize for two hours before I could finally get my taxi across and, from my, and go to my new hotel, which is three or four miles from the other hotel. Um, I haven't slept for two days and I'm now trying to do the show just basically to keep the flow of shows there in order to be completest almost because anyone else at this point would have just turned around and said fuck it we don't have a show this week but i'm going to make sure that we have a show this week i remember the picks that i put out i'm just not going to dwell on them too much start with chelsea versus crystal palace where chelsea are 1 to 3 4 to 1 a draw and it's 8 to 1 on crystal palace in this one, I've gone for both teams to score in this game. Um, Chelsea are much improved this season and um, have scored an average of two point eleven goals per game, uh, two per home in two point one one goals per game in their home games this season. However, they have shipped one point four four at the other end. So very very attack-minded but they haven't quite sorted out their defensive problems and the average has gone down lately with the improvement that they've made certainly but still not where it needs to be Palace have scored 1.2 goals uh, and conceded 1.8 so they're conceding more than than they score and you would expect Chelsea to be able to win this game and the fact that you're getting both teams to score here plus money seems like it would be the um, the better bet um, and that, that Palace stat I gave you was um, them scoring uh, 1.2 away from home and conceding 1.8 away from home so it kind of looks like a 2-1 kind of game for me um, but um, I'm going to stick out here with the, with the both teams to score I think it's safer here at the moment in the Chelsea games um, I've got some outcomes here for you in the next few games uh, Newcastle versus Bournemouth 6-4 to four on Newcastle, 2-1 to one Bournemouth and 23-10 to 10 the draw I like the price on Bournemouth here coming off a back of a win against Man United after having a bunch of 0-0 draws uh, they've actually only conceded one goal in four games but Newcastle are defensively good as well, um, this one looks like an under game to me but I also like the angle of both teams coming off big wins last week with Bournemouth beating Man U1, they were Newcastle winning a To West Ham. The draw looks really good at 23 to 10. And uh, I would lean towards that alongside the under, but I don't think it will be a convincing under because I see a one-all draw if that draw cashes as well. Um, Just can't see more nil-nils coming through Bournemouth. But the the under in this one is five to six, and the over in this one is five to six. So I like the under, I like the draw in that one. Uh, Burnley versus West Ham well, Burnley are 5-4, 5-2 to, to, to draw and 2-1 on West Ham just gone for a straight up pick on Burnley um, West Ham are not playing well they haven't won since they beat Man United home which is seven weeks ago nearly and um, I'm not convinced by, by them at all I'm not convinced by what their goals are they're a very awkward position in terms of they're completely safe but they don't really have any aspirations to, to get into Europe therefore it's just really looking at a top half finish, which doesn't really, for me, constitute any kind of goal. So, what can you really expect from these players? Um, especially when they have such a um, such a vanilla kind of um, placid manager who doesn't really um, inspire any uh, ins- inspire any enthusiasm into you as players. He's very much similar to um, to Claude Puel, except he obviously has better previous credentials in that he's gone and won the title with Man City but he didn't stay at Man City for a reason uh, because they couldn't take the next step with him and um, obviously we spoke about it before There's, there is obviously the possibility that he's just here at West Ham collecting a paycheck especially when you look at the um, the way that he spoke about Sheffield United in the press conference a couple of weeks ago where he completely analysed the team totally wrong and then obviously when you look at the last Four home games they've played, they haven't won them. Uh, this is a team in bad form, and um, Burnley's a hard place to go. Sheffield, uh, sorry, Southampton versus Everton. Where Southampton is the two to one underdogs, twelve to five the draw, and seven to five on Everton. Everton don't know what to do with them. They scrapped to a draw at home to Tottenham last week. Southampton. Gave an incredible performance against Man City but they have lost their last three. Uh, lost Man City in a Cup 3-1 and of course they had a 9-0 against Leicester. So they've lost every game since the 9-0 to Leicester where a lot of people were certain that um, the manager would be sacked, but Hassan Hurtle's kept his job despite losing that nine 0 and not winning a game since. But the fact that he competed against Man City has kept him safe for his job. To be honest with you, the board of Southampton have not been rumouring that he's going to lose his job. It's mainly been his supporters and the bookies have reacted to it by making the eight to thirteen favourite, which I completely disagree with because I think it's his opposition here that's the eight that, that should be the favourite to go. Uh, we actually got him over at lockbetting.com at nine to two, and I do think that that does look like a safe bet because he could go any week now and um, it's just really a race for me between um, him and and Unai Emery who's certainly come into the fray recently as well because Arsenal are 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 certainly not winning enough games but I still think Marco Silva and I think this could be a prime spot for an upset like Southampton have really tried since that loss and if they play the way they played last week against Man City they'll they'll beat Everton uh, at home because Everton are not a good away side and um, I think this is a good dog play here this week Up next is Tottenham versus Sheffield United, where Tottenham are available at 4-7. 3-1 a draw and 5-1 at Sheffield United. I don't know what to do with this one, because this should be an easy game. If you look at this in in the pre-season, you'd be scratching your head as to why you're getting Tottenham at under minus minus 200. It's just that Sheffield United have made a really good start to the season and look like they're going to be staying in the Premier League which is unfortunate for us as people that have backed against it But, but Tottenham themselves have been really poor. That's probably why you get this price. They're coming off the back of a win Against Red Star Belgrade in midweek, but last time they came off a win against Red Star Belgrade in midweek, it didn't constitute, um, didn't didn't result sorry in league point in league wins. They went straight ahead and drew one all against Watford, so that's nothing guaranteed there. Um, I just think you kind of have to play Tottenham, given that um, this would have been a one to three, one to four. Kind of game earlier on in the season and um, looking at where the teams are now it's priced as it is but at the same time looking at teams on paper if Tottenham click together they'll, they'll smash this team so we'll, we'll, we'll go with Tottenham hesitantly it's not going to be a lock or anything on this show that's for sure up next you got Leicester versus Arsenal a 5.30 kickoff where Leicester are at 11 to 10 favourites it's 14 to 5 the draw and it's 12 to 5 on Arsenal Leicester are flying high Arsenal are flying low uh, Leicester don't lose this game uh, This is this would have been An interesting game of the week to do uh, Where I put out my combined 11's for both these sides Because I really would have loved to have done this one instead of having to do Liverpool versus Man City Which is so vanilla and generic And every journalist in the who even remotely covers football is, is attempting to do a, a combined eleven between those two. So it's not really the most fun for me to do that. Although you would think it would be the best one, it's it's not. I would have liked to have had a go at this one because uh, this is a real interesting game. Because I think if it's an Arsenal in a, in a must-win situation, uh, I'm not I'm not confident in Arsenal. But in this situation, I'm confident the less that being an Arsenal team that terrible away from home. Um, Obviously, weird things can happen in the Premier League. Arsenal could turn up here. Um, It could be attack versus attack, and we could end up playing out a draw. But um, I don't think we'll end up playing an Arsenal win. But to give ourselves some extra security on that 11-10, we can take this down to the draw-no-bet market here in this one. Um, The draw-no-bet on Leicester. In this game, I'm just trying to find for you here. Um, found the double chance, which is obviously no good because it would be well outside of the realm of what we can pick at three to ten. Um, but the draw no bet is available at four to seven. So Leicester to win this game is eleven to ten. The draw no bet of four to seven. I would take the draw no bet on that one because Leicester don't lose to Arsenal at home this weekend. Um, Arsenal just don't have the players to win this game away from home are in disarray they're having problems with their captain and having problems with other players and having problems with results Emery's uh, tactics are being criticised left and right and uh, this just seems like a team that I know have not improved at all in fact they may have even gone backwards since the time Arsene Wenger was there so it's just a team that I want to fade at the moment three more games to go and it will happen on Sunday um, we've got the Birmingham or West Midlands derby between Wolves and Aston Villa, where Wolves are the even money favourites, five to two to draw and a three to one on Villa. I like derbies just to end up as draws, um, usually. But um, in this instance, I've just got a little slight feeling for Wolves. I think Villa will be quite relaxed about what they've done this season so far. They're nowhere near going down. Uh, I think Wolves had a iffy start, and this will probably mean more to them. They also have the better players. And they also had a lighter schedule this week in the Europa League where they come off a home game as well. So I don't think they'll be brutally affected by that, like sometimes they are on big road trips. Um, so I lean towards Wolves in this one. But again... By no means is that any kind of official pick. Uh, up next, the game I'm going to on Sunday, Man United versus Brighton, where Man United are 4-6 to favourites here. 13-5 um, to five the draw and 19-4 on Brighton. I uh, don't know why oh, we're 4-6, because we've got some big problems if we can't beat Brighton at home, um, I'm not expecting a high-scoring game here. Um, the under didn't work out for me in midweek. I thought Man United would win but go under the 3.5 against Partizan Belgrade. Um, I do like the bet again here, um, where it's actually available at even better odds at six to five. You can take Man United and under 4.5 goals here at eight to eleven. I'm probably going to go with that. Uh, I just can't see how. We produce a plethora of goals in this game. Um, to be honest with you, uh, uh, even though the price is generous and there's probably not going to be five goals in a Man U game, what's 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 the real point of going to eight to eleven when um, fifty pence up is the four to six minus one fifty? It doesn't seem worth the risk, even though the risk is very 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 small, which is why you get these prices eight to eleven for one thing, four to six for the other. It's, so, it's a slim difference because the, the expectation that there's over 4.5 goals in a over 4.5 goals in a man can be so low um, but yeah I picked picking a 1-0 2-0 win here for United um, coming off the back of a 3-0 against Parts in Belgrade I think Brian will probably defend better than, than they did but um, eventually I think United will, will break through and um, take back-to-back wins here at home Moving on to the game of the week, um, where Man City are favourites to win at Liverpool, which is a surprise to me. Um, Liverpool available at eight to 13 to five, the draw, and it's six to four on City. This means that you can get Liverpool at eight to fifteen on the double chance here to avoid a defeat against Man City. Um, that is something, even though obviously it's not the. Best price in the world. It's not like massive. You know, you don't make massive money on this price. I, I just don't see why why you take it. If you look at the the last time Manchester City won in Anfield, you're going all the way back to to 2003, I believe. Um, you're looking at um, a, a goal threat in Sergio Aguero, who, who hasn't scored against Liverpool in the eight times that he's played against them. Like this is um, this is a weird a weird uh, price to put out in terms of um, having Liverpool as underdogs at home when they are the league leaders in the Premier League this season um, also City are also missing players in this game and, and Liverpool aren't and although, although um, City have much bigger squad depth than Liverpool Uh, I don't think that this warrants Manchester City being favourites to win at Anfield. I just think, um, if you look at the combined 11, it's a pretty even game. The home advantage goes to Liverpool. The form goes to Liverpool. And um, the only thing that goes to City is that they won the league last year. So, and it was by a point. So, not understanding the price here. Anfield's a big fortress. It's a difficult place to win at. Liverpool haven't lost there for two years. Uh, There's no way City should be a favourite here. I'm I'm tempted to... um, almost lock Liverpool up as in on the on the draw no bet market here. But um we've already done that with, with Leicester. So I am gonna go with the uh with the double chance just because that does seem a lot more like free money. But um the draw no bet market here, Liverpool are underdogs. They are available at um Even money in some places, an underdog on the draw-no-bet market against uh, City. That means if it's a draw, you get your money back. If Liverpool win, you win. If Manchester City win, which they haven't done since 2003 and nobody's done in two years, then you lose. That's... The circumstances that you need to occur to lose Therefore losses aren't likely In addition to that, I think Pep Guardiola and Man City are happy to Come away from Anfield with a point And leave the six point gap And then try and win the reverse game at their home ground Which closes the Premier League down to three points And um, Liverpool can drop points Any given week in this league Doesn't matter what kind of form you're in Doesn't matter who you're up against Home, away, whatever Last season they, out of the blue, dropped points At home to Leicester which was pivotal at the end of the season because both teams went on massive runs after that, and City ended up winning it. So, after beating Liverpool, of course, um, that was that was pivotal in, in itself. But yeah, it's um, it, it's a head scratcher here for me. Uh, Liverpool and a double chance for me here. Closing out with the locked old parlay portion of the show, um, I'm going to give you three locks on this show today. Um, haven't done that for a while um I'm just a bit disappointed that our locks are back at eight and seven uh we pulled too clear I wanted to go on a little run with this but we got pegged back last week uh, it's annoying um really annoying So I had other plays lined up that I would have preferred not preferred to play because I did play the play that I that you know that, that stuck out to me the most of course I did but um there were certainly other options last week and um, West Ham at uh, home to Newcastle probably isn't the way I, I, I should have gone. I did end up playing um, Chelsea at Watford as a play anyway and ended up playing it for more units than the lock. I actually went up to 1.5. So it was just a weird bit of thinking in this situation. I guess at the time of the podcast, West Ham just massively appealed to me in terms of... And it was almost like... More so based on their on their poor form. And it was like I thought to myself a team with these these types of players can't continue down this path and then and then they did and and I'm picking against them again this week. So yeah it's an odd one It's disappointing The lock should have been Chelsea We should be at 9 or 6 And we should be creating more and more of a buffer But um, we're going to try and do it with free locks this week And um, extend that one out Hopefully to 11 and 7 Which is 4 over 500 Which looks a lot better So here are the plays <coughs> Man United at home to Brighton this weekend That's on Sunday Uh, Liverpool on the double chance because it's a gift and uh, Leicester on the draw no bet market against Arsenal because Arsenal ain't winning at Leicester the way they're playing compared to the way Leicester are playing. The underdog play this week, I alluded to it earlier, kind of like Southampton here, Uh, but um, that's only because we've already got a play on Liverpool because the, the standout underdog this week by far by a mile is Liverpool uh, to win this weekend. That's just the, 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 the standout underdog by a mile. Um, the parlay kind of like everything I've already picked so I guess you could parlay it together but if you're looking for something completely different um, you could probably look at Tottenham to get off the slide uh, and win their game and um Aside from that, there really isn't there really isn't too much unless you're looking at doubling up on games you've already played. And, and Tottenham are really the only ones that are not involved in. it. I guess you could take Leicester on the straight up money line. I guess you could double up on Man U, but they already feature as a lock. Um, I guess you could double up on Liverpool on this draw no bet market because a, and and a, and a four to seven sprinkled in with a, with a one to two does End up giving you some pretty decent odds, um, but, it, but it's tough, it's tough to find a, a parlay this week. Um, I've ended up just going for um, Tottenham to win straight up against Sheffield United, and I have decided to double up with, with Man U because it was just an easy thing to do. Just pick two straight out winners, plonk down the 50 pound note, and walk away with 125 pounds. So that one pays out at six to four. That's it for me. For the third time. Hopefully, this one does This one isn't a corrupt file. Uh, I've practiced recording little five, ten-second clips on my phone this time and listened to them back, and everything seems to be functional. As I said, the show is late. Uh, obviously, not covering Norwich versus Watford, which has already happened. But you do have nine games still to choose from. So hopefully, this reaches you in time, especially for the big games on Sunday. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets, as always, and thanks for listening, guys.